you ever go to the Loaves and Fishes? Where? Loaves and Fishes. It's oh, a the homeless yeah. Yeah, soup kitchen. I did a show there once, but I never I heard about that. <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking <laughs> to think that homeless Yo. people want Yo. comedy? <laughs> they was, want food, motherfucker. You know they what? want money. <laughs> they don't want comedy. Here's the funny part. I was doing broke jokes. Ah! <laughs> You're rubbing it in their face. You're lucky you walked out of there. Dear God. <laughs> Talking about being disconnected from the moment. Yeah. I thought I was relating. <laughs> it's like being a fire breather going to a burn unit. Like, what are you doing, man? How'd that set go? It went okay. Not, it went not okay. great. It who'd, you, who'd you rope into that? I didn't rope anybody. I got asked to be on it. Wait, it wasn't your idea? It wasn't my show, no. Whose idea was it? Who, who roast their ass? having comedy at a homeless shelter is a good idea. It, it was a, uh, the booker was a really good dude. He's uh, a Christian guy, and he just wanted to give him something. You something know, to, something from a few moments of laughter. To make him feel better. Right. It Best was one of those things. Pl- played plans. <laughs> It's. I, I understand fair, the to idea. To be fair, but, it's not the right setting. No, it's not the right setting. Yeah, or the right people. I, They're I, insane. I don't know. Maybe you could get a fan out of that. A crazy fan. <laughs> yeah, they're the best. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that song. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who thought of this?" I don't know. I mean, I, but I've I've done some. Some weird Didn't you shows. also do jokes like on a street corner or something like that? Yeah, uh, with Marlo. Marlo Ray and I and another comic. Uh, we were out. We had like a speaker. <laughs> other comic, which we'll rename nameless. <laughs> I forgot their name. But, uh, Jesus! <laughs> I smoke, okay? I, I forget. But uh, we had a speaker and a microphone. We were just walking to people, recording it, and just telling jokes to them. How did that go? It was pretty good. Honestly, it, it felt great. I, I would do it again. But I don't want to have the speaker because it was heavy and you got to bring that around on the microphone. Yeah. I would just have like a... Get one of those ones mic. that are like a guitarist will have on their belt. Yeah, just, a just like a small little one. You could probably do that. But yeah. uh, I like the interaction of just being outside of a stage or a comedy club and just talking to people and trying to see if I can get them to laugh. That was a good experience for me because if you can break somebody that's not even expecting it, then that's how you know you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Marlo sounds do. like I'm not gonna lie. That sounds like a lot of fun. I would love to be a part of that. Not necessarily telling jokes, but oh, oh my gosh, I would just love watch to film that <laughs> or watch it. I would be so down. I mean, I'll talk to Marlo to see if he wants to do it again because I'm pretty sure he'd be down. I'm serious. Like if you want somebody to film that, I would film that anyway because yeah, be that's down. that's a lot of fun. And I I'm one of those people where I don't mind going up to just strangers on the street and be like, hey, I have this question. Do you have five minutes? Do you have two minutes? You know, or this dude wants to like somebody said that to me. I'm like. Look, I'm not going for your cult, and I'm not Whatever donating any is. money I, to you. You know, because the worst thing someone can do is say no, or they That's just it. walk right by you. That's it. It's like, true. You know, it's it's not it's and it's. If, if like, they're if yeah. they're a shitty person and they tell you fuck off, they're like okay, whatever, you're an asshole. Bye. I don't. Care. I like the immediate rejection better than going out for five minutes and then figuring out oh they didn't right. like me. Right, no. right. Because at least that you get the no thanks. It's, if it's yeah, right out of instant. the way, then it's right out oh. of the way. Okay, fine. Move on to the oh. next. It doesn't hurt as much. No. <laughs> Do you follow that same philosophy on dates? Uh, I'm a great first date guy. Oh, oh really? Great first date. <laughs> Second date, that's where I mess up. Go on. Okay, how, how, how do you think you mess up? I get two in my head. Okay, how, how do you my... get, I'm just out of curiosity, how do you think you get two in your head? Well, uh, 
I want to hear why he thinks he's a good, good great first oh, date. Shit. Wine, dine, movie, whatever you need. I'll, Some I'll people are really, really good on first dates. I, and legitimately, the, way, the second time, you're like, what the heck happened? Well, because of comedy, I've learned that a, a good first impression is very important. Yes. You, having a bad first impression, that will mess you up forever yeah. in a person's mind. Yeah. And I learned that by bombing a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because like, uh, for some reason, people just remember the first time. And yeah. nothing else. No, it's it's true. It's one hundred percent true. Yeah. I I uh, was a couple years ago. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. I went on a date with somebody. Good first date. Good first impression. Yep. Second date, she fell asleep the whole time. Bad. You know. Not, not, oh, oh, to text. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just so tired. I was staying up studying. Blah blah blah. Third date canceled it, and I was like, look, I'm not gonna spend any time. Oh well. I mean, was it because I, w- I was like, look. If you're going to fall asleep and then say you want to go out and meet me and 15 minutes before say, oh, sorry, I can't make it. You're not that interested. And that's fine. If you're not interested, I don't care. But don't sit here and bullshit me and tell me that, oh, it's going to be different next time. The first impression was good. But I wish I would have known the first time that you were just going to fall asleep and not show up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, I'll tell you this story. I met this girl on Hinge, right? And I set up the date. Uh, We're going to have some drinks. We're going to have some food. And we're going to hang out at the Manil. The what? The Manil. It's like uh, the art. It's a little art museum in Montrose. Okay. Okay. So what happened was I went, I went to go pick her up and we went to go get some tacos. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the liquor store and I bought a bottle of uh, whiskey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I ended up, the I ended fuck up, are you telling me? <laughs> I bought a bottle of whiskey, right? This is and your second date or first date? First date. This is the first time. This I've is the great her. impression. Just so we're, <laughs> everyone listening her, right? can track that at home. So then uh, I, we bought some beer too. Then I went home. <laughs> Did you meet her at the soup kitchen when you were telling jokes? <laughs> what kind of raging alcoholic on a first date is going straight? Straight to a liquor store. This was a different time in my life. I'll say this. <laughs> it can't have been that much long ago. You're only 29. <laughs> but so, so I go home, then I get glasses, I get ice, I get limes. And I, I, I have so a she went bar. home with you. I drove her to my place. I picked it up, and she thinks we- she's she thinks she's not going to ever see any the yeah. light. She's never going to see daylight again. <laughs> she's going to be in a dungeon for a couple of years until you're tired of her, and then she's done. I didn't want her in my house. She wasn't in my house. Okay. Well, heaven forbid made, if she I was in your sure. house. I made sure I was a gentleman. Okay. Uh huh. So- she's shaking in his car, <laughs> waiting for somebody to come up to the back, Ooh, I almost got rush it. her in. <laughs> so then we go to the Manil. I grab this uh, blanket. I put it over. Then I build a whole bar in front of her. We're drinking. We're eating tacos. We're talking about our life. And then afterwards, we go back to her place. We finish the bottle. We start making out. Yeah, I would think so. After drinking an entire <laughs> bottle of liquor, <laughs> that she's not that scared of making out. <laughs> so then, uh, for so, we wanted to edit this out. Dear <laughs> God, no, don't edit it out. It's not bad. So it's for, not bad. <laughs> you got you plot, bad. You it's plied a half bottle at minimum of liquor into a first date. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> like finish. <laughs> So I doubt you did if you had half a bottle. Of- <laughs> well, let me get to that point. So uh, hopefully it wasn't whiskey. For, for some <laughs> he reason, said it was whiskey. Oh. It was whiskey. Yeah, said we, know whiskey. It's, we know where this is going. <laughs> Baby boy, whiskey Joe. So <laughs> so what I ended up doing was like, I got in my head. I was just like, I want to be a gentleman tonight. So I don't want to. <laughs> well, since when? <laughs> Why start now? I'm going like, to be a gentleman. So I'm going to be a gentleman. Let's get drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'll be a gentleman. I'll let her have how the- inebriated. How how low can I get your standards in three hours? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, you should start. You should start teaching classes at the annex. Like, look, guys, this is how dating is done in 2022. Are you, have your standards dropped, baby? Yeah, because mine are getting pretty low. Yeah. Oh, Golly. So I wanted to be a gentleman. I, I'll let her throw up first. I'll hold her hair. I don't yeah, mind if she yeah. doesn't brush her teeth. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. That's cool with me. I'm all good. I'm an inclusive kind of guy. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so uh, I was just like, let me get out of here. So I tell her I'm going. We make out at the door. And then I tell her, I tell her good night. And then when I get home, I got a text saying, uh, I didn't want you to leave. You should have stayed. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Shit. So then the next time I go, bring another bottle of whiskey. Dear. <laughs> uh-uh. Her liver is pickled at this point. Oh, no, it was vodka this time. Oh, well, there, that's where you fucked up. She's a whiskey girl. It was tequila. It was vodka and tequila. Uh, so we're Two drinking. bottles. No, she had the tequila. I brought the vodka. So we were drinking that because I was like, I don't Again. Want... Here's my thinking, okay? Here's my thinking. Second date, second I bottle. I don't want to get whiskey, dick. And with the clear liquors, I'm fine. So I was just like, we'll be good tonight. So we start. So is that why you really left? You didn't want to be a gentleman. Your dick didn't work anymore. Your dick was not cooperating. You just outed yourself. You weren't trying to be no gentleman. Your boy likes to drink. Okay. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> like, well, I don't have a. I don't want to give a bad first impression. Exactly. This, this girl can barely open her eyes I mean, I with a like, smile. I need to be good next time. So. I start drinking and I get really drunk and then I start saying, wait, she didn't want to drink a whole bottle of liquor again. Well, here's the thing. I start telling personal secrets because okay. I'm so drunk and I can't control myself. I start right. talking about my life and my mom and my dad and stuff like that. And things that happened to me. Right. Cause I've had a crazy. And where you buried them both in the woods. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the coordinates are 54 West. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's listening, he's not drinking. He's got no excuse. I can only remember when I'm drunk. That's the- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dear God. Ten years when he's being interviewed by the FBI, they're going to have to get him truck and drunk in order for him to yeah. give a confession. That's how I pass the lie detector. I just do it sober. Yeah. Dear God. <laughs> Show you fucking psychopath. Some detective is gonna get a fucking medal because he got you drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I started telling him about my life. <laughs> I know. figured out how to get him to talk. Someone give me another bottle of whiskey. Yeah, I'm gonna be a gentleman. I'm out of gonna- curiosity, like, I, I don't know why I even want to know this. Do you remember what kind of whiskey it was? Uh, Maker's Mark. Oh, nice. Hey, I wine and dine them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be like old crow or it's mid shelf and up for me. Some gut gut rot. Yeah, Maker's Mark's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it a lot. So you got her the tequila and start drinking, vodka. I start telling secrets, and it just goes bad from there. Uh-huh. I I because like I know when I'm bombing on stage, yeah. and you're at her house again. I'm at her house again. Right. Yeah, I'm at her house, and you know that feeling when you're bombing on stage and nobody. No, never you. happened to me. Okay, this is what I see. This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is how it feels when I yes, see you I on know stage. the feeling. This is how it feels when I see you on stage. Nobody likes you. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! You set yourself up for that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, but like you, you get that feeling of like, oh shit, nobody likes this. Nobody's listening, and it's like they're just hating it. And I felt that with her, and I was just like, uh, okay, it's ruined. Yeah, you got it. Was she also drinking the second the, day? No. The, just 
a piece with just a couple words of advice. Good first date, good thing. You want to get through to date five, six, seven, eight, you got to keep your mouth shut. (sighs) But the thing is, is you have to know what to say and when. You don't start... Dealing. His mouth wasn't shut. He had a bottle in it the entire see, time. That's the thing. You ha- give him if you want to give him some drink, fine. But you have to stay under control. Yeah. Because if you know you're going to talk too much, then you're okay. I'm not drinking more than X amount of drinks. What secrets do you have to hide? I'm not okay. But women, if they don't feel fully comfortable with you, if you say something and it's not even that big of a thing, and it comes too early, it can freak them out really easy. Yes, that's happened many so, times. And, and that, yes. that's many happened. times. It's, many it's times. true. It yes. happens because women are women are different than men because they feel a little bit more vulnerable, especially when they meet somebody new. So they want to feel comfortable, and that takes time. So you gotta invest in that time, which yeah. takes time. So if you come out of the gate and you're just like, you know, my dad murdered hookers in the taco truck in South Houston or whatever it is. Right. You know, I had Wait, this. Guy told you that? <laughs> yes, we were in the car ten, like an hour and a half ago. Outside Metropolis. Yeah. <laughs> the Metropolis killer is what yeah. he called him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, sure man. you heard the case file podcast on it, number two fifteen. Yeah, exactly, right? yeah. You know, you you got a little doses, little thing at a time. You can get, you can make, you can get. Let's get someone to know you without giving away too much information, because yeah. everybody knows, everybody has a secret, everybody has something that they've been through that they don't want to talk about, or they'd rather have other people not know about. And eventually, once they get comfortable with you, they'll you'll be able to share it with them. Cat, if you're listening to this, ask him what that thing is. <laughs> <laughs> get him drunk. Yeah. <laughs> whiskey <laughs> but you you gotta wait for that time to come and you just you, you and yeah that's, i that's the, you you can blow it really easy too soon by so, feeling yeah. overconfident or even just like oh whatever it is so lately now that i'm almost 30 i've been not giving a fuck about almost every aspect of my life and i'm taking it slower nowadays yeah especially with like women i'm just like let's just see what happens instead <laughs> of just like hey let's get drunk have a good time it's just yeah. like let's get to know each other yeah, you know, let's have a good time before because yeah. sometimes that connection is missed with a lot of people. You, you the like the the woman I've been with, we've been together a year and a half, and I would all and I like I've I've gotten to the point in my life. I just turned forty last July. I got to the point in my life where like I I always wanted to get married and have a family. But I was like, I'm almost 40. What keeps going wrong? And I made the mistake of always thinking, oh, it's everybody else's fault and it's not mine. And then I finally, you know, a couple of years ago, I was like, no, I was making stupid decisions. So this is on me. Yeah. Did other people do bad things to me? Yeah. But I was putting myself in bad situations and choosing the wrong people. Mm-hmm. So once you own your decisions, you're okay, you know what? This is what I can do differently. That doesn't mean somebody else isn't going to be shitty to me, but I can be more aware and also take better care of myself. And when you take you, one thing, take your time, don't rush into things, get to know somebody, but also at the same time, find somebody who's weird as you. Cause my lady is super weird like me and we're weird in the same weird ways. Yeah. And we have the same out there, bizarre sense of humor that nobody understands, but either of us. And I literally thought I could never find a woman like that because most women I met didn't have really good senses of humor because they took everything in life too seriously. And so I was just like, man, I always kind of like thought, well, I'm never going to be able to be with anyone who I can joke around with or make silly jokes to. But with her, I can. And as soon as I found her, we both hit it off. And I was just like, it was interesting because my niece told me, she was like, Mark, just be your weird self next time you meet somebody. 
And this was a few weeks before I met my now current girlfriend. And I was like, I was like, she's right. But I was scared because I was like, being weird, Mark, freaks people out sometimes, especially women. Because they're like putting that in your head already. Right. I'm already putting that in my head. So when I meet her, I'm like, okay, how can I let her know I'm a little weird, but in a subtle way? I'm Mm -hmm. not going to go full weird, Mark. I'm just going to like say the silly jokes that pop into my head, like the corny jokes, the jokes that only someone with the really select sense of humor like I have. And so the first phone conversation we have, I do it. And I was like, oh, wow. So then I do another one and then another one. And then she starts coming back. And I was like, oh, okay, this is something I can build on. But I'm still got, not going to go full all into it. So yeah. we got to build on yeah. that. What I've heard is you like slip your crazy in little yeah, by little. Yeah, just a little bit a at little a time. A little bit, like a little bit. And then once you got him, you're like, hey, this is really me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bait and switch is what you just described. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. That's what no. he's thinking, but that's it's not no, what I'm saying. I, I, that's, 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 that's what you're saying. You just but, let them know little by yeah. little who you are and just yeah. get them to understand you. Yeah. yeah. Because the thing is, is, if they're a decent person and they, you know, if they're honest with themselves and go, hey, you know what? I'm looking for companionship and someone who's going to care about me and someone that I can care about too. But they're like, okay, I can accept you're weird. And you know what? If they're realistic with themselves and don't think, well, I need a perfect man, then you're going to be fine yeah. because everybody, everybody has flaws and anyone who's self-aware is going to know that they're going to make a mistake and they're going to say and do something stupid eventually. Yeah. Out of curiosity, the people you have to watch true. out for are the, the, the women or the people you want to be in a relationship with. Or like, oh no, I never make mistakes. Or they come up with the bullshit excuse of, well, you know, I, I do make mistakes, but what you did is worse. No, stay away from those people. Mm. Out of curiosity, on your first date with Kat, what bottle of liquor did you bring? None. <laughs> what? <laughs> None. <laughs> How many times have you done this, Joe? You know what I brought? What, Coconut water. Or no, brought a bottle of liquor <laughs> on a first day. I can't get over this. <laughs> yeah, next time, forget the whiskey. Bring coconut water and like a pack of peanuts. Just make her think, what the fuck? <laughs> but ballpark peanuts. And just like, where did you learn open. this strategy? Oh my God. I just, I'll just. His father. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The apple don't fall far from the tree. Holy shit. Oh, man. Well, you just Chip opened, off the old block. Just opened up an old wound right there. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Absolutely correct. How did I not see it? Do you love me now, Dad? Yeah. God damn. I try to be like you. Yeah. So... <laughs> When was the last time you tried this method? Oh, that was the last thing. That was like two years ago. <laughs> I mean, was, I'm not, that I'm was a... the last time. After that, I kind of got the idea. And then the next date after that was really boring. Like, I met another chick on Hinge. Then we went to the Mexican. Anything compared to a fucking crazy <laughs> drunken night is going to be boring. But, like, no, we went to a Mexican restaurant. I was drinking. She wasn't. So mm-hmm. I already thought, okay. Probably not a good idea. Yeah. This is kind of weird. I just had two drinks that night. I didn't have the whole bottle or anything. Mm-hmm. I just had two drinks. But. The whole time. I'm not going to drink if the other person's not drinking on a date. No, nah, especially not the first few dates. Yeah. You can't. I you wasn't shouldn't. thinking, you know, but like the whole time it was boring. I just kept asking her questions like, hey, what do you do? What do you do this? Do you like this? And she keeps going, I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. So she sounds indecisive and that's a huge problem. That was a problem. And the craziest thing was the waitress that was uh, serving us. I had a better time with her. I was cracking jokes with her and we were just going at oh, it. Oh, you had Hooters? No, it was like... <laughs> 
God damn. Who the hell did you bring this woman? No, he was at Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He said he wines and I dines them, right? I class it up, okay? They took her to the nicest of ponchos. A villa. Yeah. Can we get a seat by the window, please? So we can see 45 North. No, this is some random chachos, I think, or some random Mexican Ranchero restaurant. King Buffet. Yeah. yeah. That would have been better, actually. I could have blocked it with the mountain of food. Yeah. Instead of just I, talking. My dad took me and my brother and my nephews to Ranchero King Buffet. My dad was like, I don't think we're welcome here. <laughs> and I was like, he's, he's a guy who's gone all throughout Africa, felt like welcome all throughout the Middle East, Israel, and he doesn't feel welcome yeah. at the Mexican buffet. Some dude in wow. the back, some worker in the back is like, white man, take land, now food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Joe, I, yeah, maybe... You've got these skeletons popping out when you're dead sober. I, yeah. I don't know if you should drink <laughs> on a date it's, at it's all. It's those things about just saying yes to every situation. You should. Yeah. No, you should. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. say yes to every situation. Yeah. Next time you want it. Next time you want to get on dating apps, get Enrique to make your Tinder profile. Yep. Oh. Actually, he did one time, and I got way more matches, and that's part of the reason why I went on those dates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was it, like, he was like "Hey, bro, let me help you out. Yeah. I got you." And I was like, "Oh shit, it's he he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's the yeah, El Salvadorian Sereno de Bergerac. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows Salvadorian what he's doing. He doesn't have a big nose. He has big hips." <laughs> Love you, Enrique. He's <laughs> great. I love him, man. But like, like the, it's true though. It's like the one thing I hate about dating apps nowadays is because like you don't get to meet the actual person anymore. Yeah, you're just looking at a profile, going like, right. "Oh, I like how they look. I, I like what they're saying." Right. I guess I'll say yes. That's that's the hard thing, and it. I've talked with a lot of people, you know, back when I was trying to find somebody. You know, especially the older generation, like aunts and uncles and stuff like, oh, do you find dating hard? I was like, dating is harder over the past 10 years because everything's more disconnected and yeah. and everybody's more skeptical. Everybody's more standoffish. And you Plus, really everyone feels like they have a million options. Right. And also, that's the thing, too, is you could talk to somebody for like a week over an app. And then they ghost you and never talk to you again. And you're just like, what did I do wrong? Maybe they met somebody else. You just can't take it personally. They keep saying there's plenty of fish in the sea. You live in a pond, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And there's people out there that are looking for the same thing as you. It takes just time to find it. And it takes time and work. And it's not a crazy amount of work, but you got to put some effort into it. I would love to see the selections of your Hinge profile. The women you say yes to and the ones you say no to. And your reasons why. That'd be a funny uh, YouTube video. That'd be a great YouTube video. <laughs> that would video. actually be a good one. Yeah. yeah. We should record that. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's just how Reem did is. that once. That was really funny. She, I, that's I, not even an original idea. She's done that. I just realized I came up with somebody else's already done, already done idea. Well, I know I did a video. Uh, it was She's like funny. A, so Hinge has voice recordings now. And I voice recorded like some stupid joke about like... Yes. Tell me it wasn't the two percent joke. Adam just put his head down and threw the. Tell me it wasn't the two percent joke that you put on. <laughs> nah, there. it was. It was some stupid joke about. It was like uh, the key to my heart, and it was like it's in a Laguardia airport, and but I don't know where where the key is and shit like that. And where's the joke? <laughs> it's a meta thing. I, I just, it must be. It's funny to me. I don't know what it has to do with Facebook. But. It's funny. I felt like if 
if whoever finds this funny will know my funny, what will coincide. Okay. Humor coincides. And I've only had one It's actually not chick. a bad strategy. I've had one chick comment on that, and that's it. So, I don't know. It's weird. And what did she say? She was just like, uh, airport? Well, where? <laughs> <laughs> the comment was in confusion. <laughs> it was confusion. She was like, really? <laughs> Question marks up what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it was like, for me nowadays, I like connecting face-to-face more often. Yeah. Because I, I honestly, I'm terrible at texting online, on the phone, whatever. Most men are. And I'm, I'm really good at like connecting yeah. with someone right in front of me. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm I, the same way. I'm better with people in person than over text. And I, I wish you, I could text some girl that like, look, I know you don't get the profile, but just meet me tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, we'll be fine. Oh, I'm, I'm any bottle you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When when I met Cat, I I was like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm not the biggest fan of, you know digital interaction if you're comfortable to meet sometime and we met like two weeks after we first started talking and and i was like as long as you don't think i'm gonna try and murder you or something mm-hmm. let's meet up i've had a that's what ask. you said yeah because we had already built a rapport oh, okay to where she understood my my like what i really meant by it yeah yeah, well, yeah. Had- i wouldn't have said that to you know anybody if they were like Rah! yeah makes sense i've had a girl ask me one time if i was gonna murder her <laughs> not surprising <laughs> it was crazy uh, i met her at uh at secret one night yep and uh this was when i lost my virginity this was the first time ever <laughs> cannot wait to hear this story <laughs> please finally oh my god okay so i was 25 uh-huh good to be young i lost 26 i was 20 25 26 yeah mm-hmm. so this was like a couple months after i started comedy mm-hmm. and the reason why- wait whoa, 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 whoa you've gotten laid from comedy no, not because of oh, Okay, I was like, what? No, 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 no. I have a joke. I'm like, this is not going to get you laid. Before Fucking, me. God damn, I've been doing the wrong material. You've been to LaGuardia lately? You got to talk about milk, bro. Talk about milk. Fucking milk laid. and LaGuardia, yeah. <laughs> God no. damn, so Makita! Fucking, I've, I've never gotten laid because of my comedy. Okay, I'll say that. okay. fair enough. But yeah. I've gotten laid being around comedy. Gotcha, gotcha. Around a bunch <laughs> so, of drunk women. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep, this yep. is how it started. Drew and I, Drew Hallway and I were talking because we used to work together. Don't incriminate him into this story. <laughs> no, he's, he's the whole reason. Okay, so we started talking. I told him you fucked. You were so drunk you fucked Drew. I wasn't drunk. <laughs> That's where the story is. <laughs> no, this was like two he put on before. a dress. This was this was a week before. This was a week before, before you fucked Drew. Yes, before I fucked. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So sorry for interrupting. We're talking, we're bullshitting, and I tell him that I'm a virgin, right? And mm-hmm. he goes, "What? You're a virgin?" He's like, I'm gonna, "We're gonna make a bet right now. If you don't get laid within the next three months, you got to quit comedy." <laughs> <laughs> you know what he was thinking? Drew, Drew. I'm gonna get this guy to quit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> Drew's like, I laughed at that one joke. <laughs> Ruds, I'm responsible. God damn! And my dumbass was like, I gotta get laid now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what took to motivate you. Yeah. Not the actual. The that's how fucked up my burning desire. Function. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guy loves gambling. Get, <laughs> hey, you want me to get to do something? Just take away comedy. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So the next week. Uh, I was at the bar. I was just chilling. I wasn't drinking. I was just having having a good time. And uh, this la- this girl comes up. So she's like over three hundred pounds, blonde glasses, white girl, right? And she sits at the bar and she's mm-hmm. talking to the bartender. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, whatever, they start arguing. Like the bartender's yelling at her. She's yelling back. The bartender walks away. 
And then I was just like, why don't I just start talking to her? So we start getting into a conversation. Next thing you know it, the bartender just automatically throws me a beer. I didn't ask for it because mm-hmm. the bartender was my friend. So he just throws me a beer and I'm just like, what? He's just like, drink it. And I was like, okay, cool. So we start talking some more. We're drinking. We're having a good time. Then she goes to the bathroom. Then I look to my left. I see Brad Gray and the bartender talking. And I, would, I go up to them. I was like, hey, guys, uh, I think I can get laid tonight. What, what should I do? <laughs> I think I got a chance. Uh-huh. I think I got a chance. And then, uh, Well, Brad's pretty good at that. So you actually, you asked the right person. Uh, he's, he's the best. He's yeah. the best. Uh, and uh, the bartender was like, why don't you take her to the green room? And I was like, that's a great idea. So she comes back. I'm like, hey, you want to go somewhere a little more private? more intimate and she's like okay so we go to the green room we're talking a little bit more then we start making out and then uh next thing you know i'm like do you want to get out of here she's like yeah sure let's go but you gotta you gotta do one thing i was like what you gotta finish your drink i was like all right fuck it so i grab my beer chug it right she's like i'm like you ready she's like finish your drink she grabs her drink and gives it to me so at this point i'm just like i'm gonna get laid let's go boom chug it so we start walking outside. We're holding hands. And then Brad and the bartender see me. They're laughing their asses off. They're uh-huh. dying laughing, looking at me. I'm all happy going like, yeah, I'm the man. And then they're laughing at my ass. So we start walking outside. And then he woke up naked in an alley. That's- yeah. <laughs> he has, he's only had one kidney ever since. My right one. It's yeah. the best one. It's a good one, yeah. <laughs> so we start walking outside. We're holding hands. We're walking to the parking lot. And then she stops for whatever reason, pulls her hand off mine. She's like, you're not going to murder me, are you? I was like, no, what do you mean? She's like, well, let's go back to your place. And I was living with my dad at the time. And I didn't want him to hear anything or know anything. So I was like, oh, no, no, we can't go. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, renovating. I'm renovating. My floors Savvy are move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My floors are being done. We can't go there right now. She's like, oh, okay, well, I want to go. Bring that now. quick thinking to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> only when I want, okay? Yeah. You have only to be when, like a, only the- when comedy is going to be taken away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i'm like oh well do you want to go to another bar because she, she wanted to leave so i was just like oh, if you want i could take you to another bar she's like okay i'll go with you so we get in my car and we go to neil's yeah and this is where i fucked up i was drinking beer at the bar at the other bar at the club i started drinking whiskey and cokes this is where i know i fucked up so i grabbed one for me one for her we go sit down we start making out again then like 10 minutes later, she's like, okay, let's go back to my place. She gives me her address, and I'm like, you ready to go? She's like, finish your drink. I chug mine again, and I'm like, you ready? And then she grabs hers, and she's like, finish your drink. This woman's getting you fucking wasted. Yeah. Oh, she you should have said, are you sure you're not going to murder me? Hey, she, she's done this before. I could already tell. <laughs> so She saw something she wanted. Yeah, exactly. She went out and got yeah, it. Exactly. So I get in the car. We drive to her place. And I get out. I, I had condoms in the glove compartment. Why? You're a virgin. What the <laughs> fuck do you need them for? You never know. I guess so. You I guess. never know. But I forgot them. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> this you need to be on an unbelievable stories. Who's show? He's not, this, gonna put, he's not gonna put me on. But I've been trying to tell him. Oh, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> you know, get this story. This if you tell this story. story. Yeah. I told this story before on stage. Killed for like ten minutes. Yeah, murder. <laughs> so uh, we we're, we're going back up to her place. It's an apartment, and this is the first time I've ever seen like an older woman's apartment. 
Because she was like, Wait, whoa, whoa. How old was this woman? I think she was like 28, 29. Oh, okay. Older woman. <laughs> In my mind, I was like 25, 26, right? So okay, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like sophisticated. She has books. Uh, it's really clean. Once again, with the reading. She has, she, yeah. Bring it all yeah, exactly. She has running water. <laughs> she has furniture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was so enamored with like, oh my God, she's a real person. So then we go inside her room and then she has a screensaver on her TV that's like uh, fishes, like a fish tank. Yeah. And then she's like, she kisses me one time. She put she, the vibe down for old Joe. Yeah, it was nice. And like, she kisses me and she's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get to the bathroom and get ready. You should too. So she goes in the bathroom and I'm just like, I just take off my shirt, start taking off my pants, take off my underwear, and I'm naked inside of a stranger's apartment for the first time in my life. And for the first time in my life, I'm naked in a stranger's apartment. It's the weirdest feeling because I've never done it before, right? So then Mm -hmm. she gets out and like she's naked too. And then we start making out. Then like she gets on the bed, she sits down, I'm on top of her. Then she starts laying back and like she starts grabbing the top of my head. She starts pushing me down. Oh my god! <laughs> so I've seen porn before. I like, sure, I, I, I know. <laughs> I've seen porn. I know what she's insinuating. So yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I was like, I know what she wants. I'll yeah. give it to her, right? Uh, so a foot massage, right? Oh yeah, definitely. So I, she pushes me down, and the further I go. I start smelling something. Oh, Joe. <laughs> you gonna bring this filth through our podcast? <laughs> Mark's just shaking his head right now. <laughs> so I start smelling something. And the, the closer I get, I go like, what's that smell? I was like, oh, that smells bad. And the moment my nose rubs her clit, I was like, that's the fucking smell. Dear Holy God, shit. Joe. But I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I went in. Uh-huh. <laughs> I went down on that woman. I was like, she gave, she let me in her house. I was well, like, it's I the gotta, least she could do. I gotta be nice, you know. It's the she gave you thing. two drinks. Yeah, four, four, four drinks. Four drinks. Uh, she made out with you in public. She yes. let you hold her hand. You must go down on her. I have to now. Yeah, yeah. I'm obligated. Yep. So, so I after felt- that, 45 minutes was over. Then what'd you do? The taste. <laughs> Taste was something else. I was just like, <laughs> it was the first time I ever tasted, you know, that. Was it, it wasn't exactly what you pictured it to be? It was not. It was, it was not. <laughs> it was not. No. But afterwards, I'm like, she's ready. She's like, okay, you can put it in. <laughs> and, like, and I go and I'm just like, it's so crazy. I had so many things going on in my head and I get in my head a lot that I couldn't perform well. And also the whiskey fucked me up. So by the end of it, it was like five minutes later, I just faked an orgasm. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. 45 good. minutes going down on her, five <laughs> minutes in, he was done. I just, it, was, it wasn't great. And then she sucked on my balls, and that was the most it hurt in my life. I was like, <laughs> dude, it's, it felt like a vacuum. Like, honestly, she, an industrial vacuum. Like, she was pulling hard on my balls. I was yeah. like, is that how it's supposed to feel? <laughs> God damn. This woman was. Who? Get this man an unbelievable story (laughs) right now. Stop fucking around. And like, so after that, I I grab my clothes. She walks me out. She gives me a kiss and she closes the door. And as I'm walking to my car, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Mm -hmm. So have you get your phone number? You see her again? Because of her, I found out I became Eskimo cousins with somebody around comedy. Oh, 
Yeah. Somebody I know. Somebody you know. We'll talk about that here. In a <laughs> but uh, she gave me syphilis and gonorrhea. Oh! <laughs> Five minutes well spent. <laughs> you lucky you didn't get throat cancer. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Uh, I smoke a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was it, the smell just stayed on me. And in my beard too, and like for the next couple of days, I started walking around. Well, you don't take showers. I I took a shower, or whatever, but it's it's still in your beard, right? Because I had a big beard. no. It is not <laughs> it was, still in your beard after showering. It was still in my beard, right? So I'm then like, you didn't use soap. <laughs> so you know when you get like food poisoning, yeah, and you can smell. Like the immediately after, I showered like five times, <laughs> like nonstop, dude. I showered hard. I scrubbed hard, yeah. and then for the next couple of days, when I went around the club, I was just like, I can smell her. She's nearby. <laughs> I I don't know why, but I want to help you find a decent woman. Everybody says that. Everybody says okay, that. I'll, I'll be, okay, we were talking earlier about what has been the most interesting episodes. This is now this one is of the top, the top five. Yeah, this <laughs> is and I'm not there. kidding. Like, like seriously, you're you're a funny guy. You've made a great first impression with me. Yes. You you've said, "Oh, you know, I get stuck in my head too much." And I can uh, stuck in your head too much sometimes, yeah. which I can understand cuz I used to do that a lot. I can still do it occasionally. Dude, like there's lo- we're in a city of 6 million people. I don't see why you can't find somebody who's going to treat you right and you can treat them. Right. Ah, I can see That's- why. <laughs> no, no. You, Adam, I can see why. Him, no. <laughs> Just stay away from the whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have. I have. Yeah. Wow, that's a story for the ages. Oh, I got more. <laughs> I got a lot more. I've, I've lived a crazy life. What about what about like food trucks in Southwest Houston? Like, what was it like growing up in Houston? Okay, What's so the craziest grew, thing that happened to you? I grew up in a leaf. Uh huh. I grew up in a leaf, and I swat. I told this on another podcast, but I almost got stabbed by an eight-year-old once. Uh, well, were you an eight-year-old, or was this I like was last 10. year? I was ten. Okay, I was ten at the time. It was it was actually the last year. I was just walking down the street of Montrose, and <laughs> I saw this gang of eight-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, walking past the museum like, of the fine <laughs> arts these eight year olds go give me all your fucking money oh I'm sorry it's like a Steve Cantwell story <laughs> by the way still it's been over almost two years every still night still lock your door twice. I still double check my locks on my door because of Steve, K- Steve Cantwell oh really yeah, yeah he told uh, st- which oh. story did he tell what about breaking into people's houses and stealing their shit oh <laughs> man He's got some really like good uh, calves for for what? Yeah, you never seen what kind calves? of psychopath observation no, is he, that? He did We're talking about his face. storytelling. And you're like that guy. <laughs> talking about a set of calves on him. Hey, ask what do you do? Calf raises? All that tiptoeing ask around other people's homes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how he got so good. Yeah, by tiptoeing. Uh, well, that makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so eight year old tried to stab you. So I live in a leaf. I grew up in a leaf. Uh, I moved over there when I was like maybe nine or eight. And I'm walking uh, to school one day because I missed the bus. I always miss the bus. I'm always a, a late person, but I see these three kids in front of me across the street and I'm just like, just walking. Cause I'm not thinking anything. Yeah. And once I get closer to them, I'm like one of the guys, one of the kids just looks like, Hey, uh, what's your name? Just starts asking me questions. This is that. And he's like, you got a phone? And I was like, yeah. And he said, let me see. What and do was, you have a phone for when you're 10? 
Because I lived in a dangerous neighborhood, Adam. Yeah, what do you do? I call the cops? It was a cricket phone. We'll be there in 15 minutes. Don't yeah. get stabbed. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was trying to be king shit, like trying to be really cool or whatever. So I was like, yeah, I got a phone. Look at this. And he grabs He's like, can I see it? And he grabs it from me. And I'm like, okay, let's give it back now. He's like, pulls out the knife. And I'm like, oh, shit. It's like, you want this phone back? I was like, yeah, that's my phone. He's like, oh, you okay. What if I stab you and take it from you? I'm like, well, it's still my phone. <laughs> you couldn't read the room oh that's no, 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 right no. you can't you know, read you know, what, you know what he thought i wish i had a bottle of whiskey right now yeah yeah back. i'll charm the phone away from you so then at the very end he pulls the knife back and he gives me back my phone and like i, I got punked by these eight-year-olds and they just walk off and i'm just like well i still got my phone and i just walked to school what the fuck did you think <laughs> that anecdote was going towards. It's <laughs> a crazy story. That's what happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! Any other stories? <laughs> I got I got some crazy crazy stuff about my past, but it's it's too long. Mm. The, how long has this been podcast been? Going? We got like another twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, twenty minutes. That's way too long. Way that too sounds long. good. Next Let's time. keep moving. <laughs> yeah. Next time. Next time. So, what was it like working at a comedy club? I don't think I worked at a regular comedy club. Is my water? Is hmm? this my water? Is this your water? I think that's your it's water. That's yours. Oh. Yeah. I, uh, working at... Wait, Joe didn't have his hand on it, did he? Uh, is there whiskey in it? Does it smell yeah. funny? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not letting you go down on me for 45 minutes, Joe. Hey, man. Look, let me smell you first. <laughs> <laughs> was the second time you had sex infinitely better than that? No, it was way worse. Okay, so uh, I guess I have to tell the whole story. So I did a comedy. Yeah, I think that you should. Yeah, I did a comedy contest in Galveston, right? And I'm I know what you're referring to. I'm hanging out with some friends. Laugh, laughs town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Padilla's thing. Yeah, and this was like the second year I was doing comedy, so I wasn't good. I wasn't good then. Okay. And I was hanging out with some friends, uh, some other comics, and we were driving. Brad Gray was there. What the fuck? Yeah. Once again, the famous, infamous Brad Gray, but. Big we're, worm. We're smoking, and I ha- I took an Adderall that day because I knew I was going to be on stage and I needed to be on alert, but we were also smoking. So we go. Uh, then all of a sudden, I start drinking whiskey again. I get a- <laughs> There's a pattern here. Yeah. And I can tell you how to fix it. <laughs> fix it? You can't be two times he's getting laid. <laughs> the guy's on a heater. I get a glass. Why do you think he drinks whiskey now? <laughs> <laughs> whiskey equals sex but also a dick that doesn't work yeah. <laughs> not the best sex well, but go on don't get ahead of me now is <laughs> <laughs> that, that remember the beginning of the podcast we said he's a detective yeah <laughs> figured it out Jesus Christ Joe God, see, okay, detective so, Mark on the case yeah you're on the, you're at the comedy club alright so uh, no at the in the laugh town yeah 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 at the contest I start drinking. Uh, I bomb my ass off. This was one of the worst bombs I've had in a while at that moment. And they score you on your funny. Oh, yeah. Nice on your going. funny, your originality, and your stage presence. Funny, two. Out of what? 100? Out of 10. Oh. Funny, two out of 10. <laughs> stage presence, three out of 10. Originality, nine out of 10. And I was hey. like, well, I'm not funny, but at least I'm original, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> And afterwards, we go back to Houston. Then I go to the club, and I start drinking some Secret more. group again? Secret group, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, there's a pattern. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I start drinking some more, and I'm on Tinder, and I just start swiping right. Boom, 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 boom. Then ding, I, I get a girl, and I wasn't looking at the profile. I just was like, her tonight, yes. Cool, because I needed to feel better. So sure. he sounds like my uncle, and he, my uncle told me like 15 years ago when I was young, if it was female and breathed, I would date it. <laughs> I have standards now. Okay? <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll get this to that was, here in a this second. This was four years ago, okay? Three, four years ago. I'm a different person. Three, four uh, weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last night. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not fooling anyone here. <laughs> But uh, this was a while ago, but uh, it was a different time. I wasn't the man. I don't. I didn't have the same confidence I have now. But gotcha. So I matched with this chick. Then I asked her to go back to my dad's place. This time, because of the other time, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just taking her to my place because yeah. fuck it. So we go. So uh, you went from matching with this girl on Tinder, uh-huh, and immediately asking her, "Hey, come over," and she said yes. Yeah, she said yes. The fuck have I been doing this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Joe, where have you been in my life? I need somebody to tell you. I, got, I, got, I didn't know that was even possible. I got charisma, baby. Okay. Apparently. Yeah. That's okay. Let's hear the rest of the story. whiskey courage. Yeah. <laughs> so let's hear the rest of the story. Yeah. So uh, she comes over and uh, we start talking. I didn't have that much to drink. All I had was a bottle of wine and water, but I also had weed. So mm-hmm. I asked her, I was like, hey, uh, what do you want to drink? I have wine and water. She's like, didn't you read my profile? I was like, what do you mean? It says I'm allergic to grapes. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't read the profile at all. I was just like, her tonight, yes. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, if you want, I'll get you the water. I also have weed. She's like, okay, that'll do. And I was like, yes, I saved it. Yes. So, <laughs> so we started. I've been drinking already, though. Yeah. I was drinking some wine. I, I took a glass out, and then she started smoking. And then we started talking. And then, like, two minutes later, all of a sudden, I was like, hey, I know you're allergic to grapes, but is that Kitty, though? Her pants came off. Jesus Christ. That line worked. (laughs) Her pants came off. (laughs) Now, that is an unbelievable story. She was like, okay. And she, like, unzips her pants and takes it off. So that's your, I feel like that's the pattern. That's your go-to move. (laughs) Just be blunt. Yes. Okay. No, I was saying like going down on women. <laughs> I, lo- I love going down on women. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> God damn, what's your technique? No, don't, don't worry about my technique. This is your story. <laughs> you this is your story. Okay, so I, I, she takes off her pants. She's laying on the bed. I'm going down on her. Yep. And I think I'm doing good because she's like, she's grabbing my hair and pulling it. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing good. Cool, 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 cool. And then like, that's your dad trying to rip you off her. Say, <laughs> like, not in my house. So go read a book. Like, yeah, exactly. After, after five minutes, I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. And like, I get off and I'm like, okay, let's, let's try to, I try to put it in. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, you need to go down on me more. Like, what the f-? Hey. I was like, okay, cool. Whatever. Like she, she wants more. So another five minutes, boom. And I'm like, are you ready? She's like, yeah, I can't get it up anymore. <laughs> It's like that old it's, Robin Williams joke. Yeah. You're playing beat the cock. Yeah. 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 It was, it was, I had it for a moment. I was ready and then boom. And then I keep trying and trying and trying and it just won't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening, I was just like, okay, I guess it's not going to happen. So we put our clothes on and put the lights on and we start talking and then we start, she starts talking about her, her life and that she just got divorced and this, this and that. And it was a good moment afterwards though. Cause like, 
it's a weird thing after sex women want to talk they mm-hmm. want to talk about that because you've done something in, intimate yeah, intimate with them yeah so they feel like you're connected so we start talking then afterwards like, i walk her out and then i go up to her and i was like hey look i know it didn't go that great tonight but i promise you next time will be better and she was like there won't be a next time and i was like what do you mean she was like when you were going down on me you used too much teeth and just walked <laughs> off. <laughs> that's when you say, you know, a little feedback could have helped a no, little that's bit. A, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, that, that's, like that, she was pulling my hair. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm doing that, good. Yeah. That, that's okay. This is one thing that drives me. Why nuts. are you using any teeth? No, no, no. That's this mis- is my second time. This is his second time. He doesn't know. But the yeah. thing is, I thought you said you watched porn. I do. I just skip to the part <laughs> yeah, where they <laughs> <laughs> That's very fair. All right. Finally, makes, finally you say something that makes some sense. If you actually, if you said if, the opposite, like what kind of psycho killer is said. this? If you want something a certain way, you have to speak up and say. Exactly, if you don't say yes. it, that's on you for not saying it. Yeah. You can, after the fact, being like, "Oh, I'm dissatisfied with that." Did you say anything? No, you didn't. Okay, that's on you. Say something. Yeah. Say what you need. Say what you want. Say what feels good. Whatever. And that goes for yeah. anything in life. Because you're just like, I'm a teachable guy. If you yeah. if you want something a certain way, I will do it how you want it. You yeah. just gotta let me know. Yeah, that's the most how hard. Is that? Yeah. Hey, uh, that's a little too. You don't have to be nasty about it. Hey, you know what? Don't do this. Do that instead, please. Yes, okay, no that would have been. Great, that would have been amazing, but like for some women, I guess they just feel uncomfortable. Well, they may have had an experience where a guy got like all defensive about it, you know, because yeah. like some dudes are think they're the greatest thing ever and they don't know what they're doing, yeah. But and, it's, and so guys are so prideful that they right. don't want to accept the fact, right. but that you can, you're not good. Anyone can say something in a, in a disarming way of like, hey, I'm not trying to like be rude or anything, but could you do this instead of that? I mean, it was for anything. It's not hard to it's say either. Human beings, it's yeah, just, it's it's a hard thing. Like I, I become more vocal as I get older because I, it's it's a moment in the bedroom, thing. in the bedroom, in life, and everything. Because uh, everybody doesn't know what you're thinking. Yeah, most people don't know what you're thinking. No. They don't know how you feel. If you don't tell them, nobody knows what you're saying. Exactly, thinking. you got to tell them. Yeah, you got. So the next that. time you had sex, <laughs> <laughs> the next time was pretty good. Okay, <laughs> the, the, the time was better after I got I got way better at eating pussy. <laughs> Like, I, oh, I love it. So you train. You, you went to the gym after this criticism yeah, you got. I bombed. I bombed. Uh, yeah, you bombed hard. I bombed hard, and I got better. Yeah, that's uh, comedy once again get, coming into my life. I learned something. Respect. Yeah. Who was that comedian that said lick the alphabet? Oh, what was his name? <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried that? Yeah. Like, it's bothering me now that I can't remember who that is. Is that somebody locally? No, it's a big comic in the 80s. He was from Texas, though. It's like one of Juan's oh, favorite Bill comics. Oh, Hicks? No. Crazy dude, large dude, long hair, always wore a hat. Oh, Sam Kennison. Yes, Kennison. that's it, Sam yeah, Kennison. Kennison. He said that. <clears throat> no, but that's, yeah. This is my life, and I just keep getting better at certain things. This, that's how it is for me. Like, I'm the guy that has to learn the hard way. I bomb a lot, and I end up figuring so it out. So God bless that woman Yeah, to take that bomb, Yeah, give you some feedback, and then walk off into that good that that night. I thank her. No, because of her, I actually was like, "Oh, I'm not good. Well, then I'll get better." Yeah, that's all I need. How did you practice? <sighs> don't answer don't that. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's one of the things that's kind of hard to practice. <laughs> it is. It's just you have to find different people. 
10,000 hours. That's what I always 10, say. Yeah. 10,000 licks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, the, to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop. That's how it goes. Joe, Joe, Joe. Basically. <laughs> you date anybody right now? Uh, right now, I'm single. I'm, the, I'm looking, but I'm not actively trying to find You're not people. actively looking. Yeah. Actually, that's not a bad place to be because that's I wasn't like super actively looking when I met my girlfriend. The only reason I had a Tinder profile was because Enrique was like, hey, let's make it for you. We were literally sitting here. Yeah. He's like, oh, this will be fun. And I was like, meh, I'll see. But I was like, I'm not going to like waste a bunch of time like, oh, let me see if I can match with anybody. Mm-hmm. And, it, and yeah. it was like, oh, hey, this, this person seems interesting. That's that's how I think it's gonna go. I'm just gonna meet somebody, and yeah. it's just gonna happen. Yeah, oh, but that's that was, a good way to have it happen. Because then it's not there's not all this pressure and all these, you know, you're just like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, hey, it's yeah. That's how, that's how I like it now. I just just let it go. Just be in the moment, and if it happens, cool. If not, whatever. Yeah. Every every time you meet someone, it can be a learning experience, and you can learn something from it. And you know, okay, this is what I learned from this and apply it to the next time. So that's exactly what I've been doing. Out, out of every situation, I go back and think about what did I do right? What did I do wrong? What mm-hmm. could I have done better? Yeah. You know, just everything. Yeah. What What have you learned about yourself? You know? Yeah. What do I, uh, <laughs> one thing a few people have asked me over the past couple of years is like, you know, oh, Mark, you seem more confident. How did you get more confident? Because I used to not have a whole lot of confidence. And it's like, you, you, accomplish things that you can control little things yeah. and a bunch of little things just add up until they're like, Oh, okay. And then you become confident. Cause you're like, Oh, I built confidence by doing these things. And then you get on to bigger things and better things. And then eventually, you know, you stop drinking whiskey and your penis works. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo, bango. <laughs> hey, in two months. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming back, baby. <laughs> so I, I mean, take it for, take it or leave it. If I were you, I would be like, be focusing on like this next step in your comedy in career life. I just or whatever. Life. Go with the storytelling. So try that on for have comedy. You, have uh, you done a lot of storytelling? Jokes? I used to do like, so this is how I started off. I started off as a one-liner comic mm-hmm. and I liked that a lot, but the one. Problem, Very hard. The one problem with one-liners is you live and die by the joke. Right. And it's really hard to sustain a momentum when you're going by every joke and like, you don't know if it's going to work or not. Right. So then I started doing the storytelling. Because I've lived a crazy life, and I feel like the one-liners help my storytelling because I can just make it each like little part pop more. Yeah, just add jokes in between and stuff like yeah. that. And then lately, I've been doing bits, and the way I write bits is I write multiple one-liners based on one topic and just string them along together to make it seem like one whole story. Mm-hmm. And but the thing about bits is like they're not an actual, they're not real. Mm-hmm. The bits are like just jokes. But I, I like that more now because I've been watching a lot of David Tell lately. And like I like that writing style and I feel like it suits me more. I'll, I can do stories anytime. I can do one-liners anytime. I can do bits anytime. But mm-hmm. I'm just going with what I like right now. Later on, it's going to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll do something different. If you don't yeah, you grow, might, you're you, going to get stagnant. You're going to suck. There I, may I be that. some time where you get into telling funny jokes. It'll be like, who knows? I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, that's not in the cards. <laughs> Got any Harry Potter fans in here? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> See, I'll start telling funny jokes when I stop buying liquor for the first date. And that ain't never happening. <laughs> no, but I feel like from what I've done to where I started, because I used to bomb a lot. I, I was one, okay, in my group, I was the worst. Because it was me, Enrique, Carrie Bird, Harris Sayani, and uh, probably some other people. But those are the ones I remember the most. They're, mm-hmm. they're still kind of doing it. And Carrie's I was, great. 
Carrie, I love her. Enrique is awesome. Yeah. Harris is a person. But oh <laughs> damn! <laughs> Shots fired. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he's all right. But <laughs> <laughs> not much like better. He said that begrudgingly. Not much better. <laughs> no, but it's just—it's one of those things. I didn't think I would be at this point where I am now. I didn't think I yeah. would have done all these shows or done a podcast or meet, met so many people and done all these things. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to go up and tell jokes, and that's all I'm doing now. Yeah. Whatever else comes from it. Cool, but I'm just doing what I want. Yeah. So, I have I have a a proposal for you. I'll put it that way. If you meet somebody and maybe like four or five, it gets to date four or five, and things are looking pretty interesting, and you want things to get really weird, contact me, and me and my girlfriend will double with you and her. Because oh, that would be fun God. as hell. Yes. And I'm 100 percent serious about this. Okay, this is an offer I'll extend to you. And this can be for, yeah. this can be two months, two weeks, you know, a year down the road, whatever it is. But if you feel like, oh, okay, there's something here, this girl, and we we've got vibe a little bit. Let's make this happen. We'll go like have dinner somewhere, or go figure out something to do, say, and well, we'll double. Yeah, and then if it doesn't work out, they can watch Gwen Stefani. We'll watch cows being mutilated. Yeah, yeah. You know? that'd be yeah. awesome. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I would love to be a fly on the wall for that. You can come too. You yeah. just sit in a different booth. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to watch be this. Be in the corner. going to watch and, this and train wreck. And Kat will be like, why is Adam over there? I was like, because he's tired of being lonely, I guess. <laughs> hey. <laughs> My girlfriend who loves me, God damn it. I love that even outside of comedy, people still shit on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Laugh it up, you two. <laughs> A couple of comedians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> funny guys. Funny guys with funny things. Dude, dude, dude. It- you gotta laugh. You gotta. You gotta laugh because there's way too much crazy stuff going on. For sure. There's way too much like crazy shit going on. That's what. Like my job can be super stressful. I have a family member that's over in Poland right now. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn. They're, they're, uh, getting, um, adopting two kids that fled from Ukraine. Oh wow. So the, awesome. we were kind of scared cause one of them got out and the other one, uh, they basically away, they, they got away. a message. They basically got, well, they were here. They got a message from the other kids saying like the Russians are here. We're never going to see you again. The adoptions were, I'm never going to be able to be adopted, which freaked us all out. Thankfully, the the basically someone did some crazy things to get mm-hmm. them away from the Russians to get like a whole bunch like a few hundred kids away from the Russians and out into Poland and they're here to bring the kids back. So like I need to laugh. Like yeah. <laughs> I need to laugh. Yeah. I need to have a good time. We all do. I think that's the one thing in life is that people don't laugh enough. Right. Yeah, yeah I'll like, tell you who's not laughing enough. The Ukrainians. They really need to cheer up. They're being real sour. <laughs> Is this bad? This, this is, is bad. Yeah. Really bad. <laughs> this is really bad. They freaking got a comedian president. You think they'd like it? Hot takes of Adam Radley. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, have I destroyed all good? I, I have to say, as world leaders go, the Ukrainian president is one of the most stand-up people I think yeah. the world has ever seen. He seems like it. He's the definitely done well in a crisis. He's definitely he done well in a people crisis. Is like, yeah. grab an AK, let's go. Yeah, it's it's been. It's been really, it all, I, I respect that man so much. <laughs> it all started with the perfect phone call. The perfect phone call. That was the Zelensky that Trump got all that trouble with. Yeah. Mm. So he got impeached. 
So Trump's like, all right, I'm going to stick my boy Putin on you. See how you like it. <laughs> Joe, you got any shows coming up? Uh, next month, I'm running my own show. Well, yeah, I'm running my own show. It's called Chill Bro. I'm bringing it back. Uh-huh. Uh, I got... Where is it? It's going to be at PJ's Saturday, April 2nd, 8 p.m. And I got uh, Antonio Aguilar, Corliss Lauren, Nathaniel Amador, uh, Tremaine Mahone, and Danny Guerrero. And it's going to be fun. I'm- Fuck you, Joe. I get you on my podcast. You can't put me on your show. I'm kidding. I'm just busting your chops. Sounds like, sounds like a fun show. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a really fun show. I'm excited for it because like, uh, I'm trying to bring back the fun in comedy and mm. also like the freedom. Because I feel like, sure, these, these shows are great, but I just want to be able to talk about anything and everything again. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of not just being put in a hole. I just, let, just let me be me. Let me talk. It's going to be funny. Yeah. Just let me say what I need to say. How much like, time are you doing on that show? I'm hosting it, so I'll probably do like 10 minutes up top. Yeah. Good host. Yeah, I try to be. But yeah, I got that. I got my podcast. It's been a minute with Joe Navarro. Mm. Uh, that's been really fun. We've had, uh, you know, Pancho Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he shouted us out one day uh, with Antonio Aguilar's episode because we talk, we go in depth on the business of comedy. Antonio's a great guest. Antonio is a really smart dude. He's really funny. And he just, we just. It smells like cheeseburgers all the time, though. <laughs> it's odd. It's the oddest thing. I don't know about that. Yeah. That's, that sounds racist for some reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, they know, you know what they say about Peruvians? <laughs> smell like cheeseburgers all the time. Yeah, that's a well known stereo uh, slur. Yeah. No, but yeah, that was a good episode. I'm kidding. He doesn't uh, smell like cheeseburgers for you <laughs> listening. Like, pretty much every episode I've had, I've learned something about the person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, I just love talking to people, having a good rapport with them, and just yeah. being able to be in the moment and have fun. How did we not talk about any of that sex stuff when you're when I was on your podcast? Because you just kept shitting on other people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that tracks. So what do you think about this person? What that do you think tracks. about that person? I hate talking about other people. Like I honestly, so you just I, want to talk about yourself. I hear you. Yeah, no, cool, no, cool. I want to learn about a person. Uh-huh. I want to learn about somebody. I hate bringing up names and stuff like that because the people that listen to it only listen oh they mentioned me what are they saying oh they said something about me what do, do they think about me it's like nobody gives a shit about you nobody cares mm-hmm. right i'm not talking about you because i i want you to to hear me say your name i want to talk about you because i have something interesting i want to say or i like something about you like yeah. i have to care about somebody for me to say their name and it's like i'm, I'm just tired of that nowadays just to- so have you had danny guerrero on your podcast i haven't had him yet uh, I got a whole list of people. Like I had you on it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? We had a great. He conversation. regretted it instantly. <laughs> Honestly, before I did, before we did it, <laughs> before we did, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a boring ass episode." <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why would you have me on if you thought it was be boring? Because you kept asking me. Hey, I didn't know such a thing. Don't fucking be liable in my name. Whatever gonna be your butt? No, but afterwards. I felt really good about it because it was, I didn't expect it. Yeah. <laughs> Slap me in the face twice in my apartment. So one more time. It was, it was a good episode though. I liked it a lot. I liked the interaction that we had. Yeah. I used to like it. Now I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> Real piece of shit, Joe. <laughs> Invite you into my home. This is how you treat me. See, he didn't shit on your house when he came in. Now he's just shitting on you. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I said anything about your apartment when I was on yours. And there was plenty of material. <laughs> it's all jokes, though. I don't really mean Oh, it. yeah, yeah. Real funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm glad everyone got a good laugh on today. <laughs> but, uh, but if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, the Jocosity. That's also Twitter, T H E J O E C O S I T Y. Uh, Facebook, Joe Navarro. I'm always posting videos and stuff online and uh, just want to go out and keep doing more comedy. Heck yeah. yeah. Got a couple shows coming up. So Ooh, I'll go ahead nice. and plug. So, 20th, I'm actually doing Unbelievable Stories. This comes out on the 20th. Ooh, so if you yeah. hear this early, uh, come see at um, is it Rudd's Unbelievable Stories. Yeah, yeah Rudd's. Yep. Um, Rudd's British Pub. Rudd's British Pub. Then on Thursday, Laughs at Seeger Group, the 24th, and hosting Katie Vibes on the 28th. Ooh, come check nice. it out. Do you got anything, anything to plug? Mark? No. Nope. You're not going to plug the Year and Dance podcast? Oh, yeah. Listen to Where It's At with me and Dan Hornstein and Chad Alexander. Oh. We actually, the next episode is, so what we've been doing is like Dan will have an idea and so we'll do that idea. Chad will have an idea. We'll do that. And so this last one, Dan was like, Mark, you haven't picked an idea. So go ahead and pick one. So well, I was like, I don't know what to pick. I was like, because they come up with these like really creative ideas of, you know, Chad, Chad's idea, last idea was, you know, what makes a better Metallica or what out of Metallica's albums load and reload, what songs actually would make one good album. And that was a lot of fun to do, even though I'm not the biggest Metallica fan. So I, I'm like, how can I be creative? So I had one day in the office where all we listened to was shitty 80 music, 80, 80s music that I just hate. And I was like, let's just do top five songs we want to erase from history because we hate them so much. And Dan was like, you must be having a bad day at the office. <laughs> I have to listen to that episode. And that was that was a lot of fun because in the air tonight was on Dan's list I assume yeah. no it actually wasn't it was on my list though oh okay one of you two got it crossed out yeah I was yeah it was I had a couple of Phil Collins and my honorable mentions I was like <laughs> why guys an Oscar winner doesn't and mean Grammy it's good <laughs> but yeah we had we had a lot of fun doing that and it we kind of just like it started off and then we just started like steamrolling and then like the anger and the hatred started to come out which just made it even more fun and so dan was like here's like we it was like five songs so like, if we go longer than five this could just last for hours and hours and hours and hours oh, yeah. and so dan's like i thought of something else i thought of something else i thought of something else and by the time we were done dan must have had like 30 or 40 songs on there and he was just like getting more and more irritated and angry and frustrated it was amazing because <laughs> it's fun to see dan who's usually really jovial and happy into the and he's like fuck this song is this just all <laughs> phil collins songs <laughs> it could have been <laughs> dan you need to relax <laughs> he seems like a really nice dude but i'm pretty sure behind closed doors he gets angry. he kicks dogs for sure <laughs> definitely couple slurs here and there <laughs> there was there was i'm not going to spoil it because you have to listen to it but there there's a point at the end where his uh, uh he gets a text and it's really fitting and funny oh. about a comment that he makes it's freaking hilarious all right and it was mm. it was it was like perfect timing too <laughs> you listen it was a lot of fun anyways joe Yes. Thank you very much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having we me. We had a good time. Oh, yeah. I'll remember yep. this show for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Holt Grudge Radliff. Yeah. <laughs> Hope your ride home goes safely. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all next time. Bye.